Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I believe so because the, the foundation is, is in place. I mean, the year we won the Super Bowl in St. Louis, we had a new offensive uh, coordinator there, and we had co-defensive coordinators. That's the nature of the NFL. But I think and believe that as long as the foundation core elements are in place, then you can have a stable environment that people want to come here and people want to work together. It's Kevin Warren, the big boss of the Bears. It's Mark Rody and Hub Arkish with you for one more hour. Hub and I will be here until 9 o'clock. We've been hanging out with you. We opened it up for you. 312 644-6767, and we're going to get right back to the phone calls in a second. Um, a texter asks us right there at the top of the board hub, are there any recent updates on Steve McMichael? And I can tell you this, um, and this is from Jared Payton, that uh, Mongo's condition is improving with the antibiotics administered um, for his UTI. Additionally, he is undergoing a procedure to drain fluid from his lungs, Hospital officials anticipate his release in the next few days. Thank you all for the the prayers. And, again, that's an update from Jared Payton, who obviously is very close to Steve McMichael. So, like I said, man, hey, man, he's already won a lot of this fight, or I should say he is fighting. Just keep, You might as well just keep on living, Mongo. Keep on living, right, Hub? You know, absolutely. Uh, there are, in all the years I've been doing this, you get to know some players better than others, but there are very few players that I would say I've become friends with, you know, who you hang out with, you know, who you look forward to seeing, who you're thinking about all the time. And, and you know, Hampton, Dan is one of my best friends. I mean, we have been for years. And the other guy from that group from the 80s who I got to know personally and have a million great stories is Ming, you know. And um, I just was so happy last week when he was got into oh. the hall where he should have been in 10, 15 years ago. He clearly deserves it as a player. It has nothing to do with this horrible illness he's going through. He is a Hall of Fame football player. And then when that happened last night and we heard that he was being taken to the hospital, I was like beside myself. And to hear already that they're talking about sending him home, that's just the best news I can imagine. Oh, yeah. No, what went through my head was he got in and that was like the the fight. He fought to stay alive to get in. And then it's like, oh man, like you know, the, 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 taking the foot off the gas pedal. But that ain't the case. You was know, on the gas pedal. And I just think it's important for for Bears fans to know 
that, you know, Ming is obviously best known for his being a little different, you know, which yeah. he always was. Yeah, a little eccentric, yeah. And, 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 and you know, I Hilarious. think, yeah, I think yeah. some, a lot of people thought maybe a little scary and he could be a little scary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I will tell you, you get to know the guy at all. He, he's an exceptional human being. He is a really good person. That's great to hear. You know, really has done so many great things for other people. And, and I can't think of anybody that I would be pulling for more right now. And, uh, uh, fortunately tonight, the, the news, I guess you would have to say is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the heading in the, the right direction. And I'm just, I'm laughing. Cause I, when I think of Steve McMichael, I just like, I don't know him well. I mean, I w- watched him play like every game he played, but I don't really know him, but I just laugh thinking about him because he's hilarious. <laughs> like There's no filter. And the, the stuff that he says is like good. It's like good material. I just wish other people, my wife gave a 50th birthday party for me years ago. And um, there were, you know, a few, you know, players, friends, various people there. Um, and, and Ming comes walking in with his dog. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, he's a know, tiny dog, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, the dog a poodle or something? is about the size of half my right arm. <laughs> Wasn't and, even a poodle. You know, my wife put on the party. I can't remember for how many, 50, I don't know what it was. But of the 40, 50, 60 people there, all anybody wanted to do was play with King and the dog and he couldn't have been nicer and more understanding of it, you know, and, and, and doing different things with the dog with different people. He, he just, he, he's a unique guy. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is a fact. Let's get back to your call. 312-644-6767. Grody and Arkish. We are talking bears and we're doing it with Herschel in Lincoln park. What's up Herschel. Oh, Herschel. Did we lose Herschel? There is no more Herschel. Hey, you know what? He hung in there. The timing just wasn't right. Let's go to Ray in Orland Park. Hello, Ray. You're on the score. Hey, Mark and Hub. Good to talk to you. Same. So, Mark, we, we spoke a lot uh, last season about Caleb Williams, and I was advocating that this was perhaps Ryan Pohl's master plan all along to yeah. line himself up to get Caleb Williams, um, which kind of fell in his lap with the first pick. But here's my, my question, boys, and I want to help you or help, help me understand why is this a difficult question, is that Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields. It seems that obvious it's Caleb Williams, because look at what you would get in a trade haul from the league. Are you going to get two first-round picks for Justin Fields? No, no way. No. You're going to get two and more from the league. The league's telling you that Caleb Williams is more valuable. Yep. The they whole- have odds in Vegas, like a handful of teams who, who might want Justin Fields, but every single team in the league, except maybe the Chiefs, want Caleb Williams. So what do you think, guys? Yeah, the hope and the potential, and thanks for the call, man. I do remember talking to you. The hope and potential of Caleb Williams is more valuable than Justin Fields right now without Williams ever having thrown a, a pass in the NFL. There's no question about that. You, you know, I mean, we've seen three years of Justin Fields in the National Football League. We haven't seen Caleb Williams there yet. I will tell you, though, that that I can't agree with your statement that everybody in the NFL knows Caleb Williams is the guy. That's not at all true. I've I've talked to already four teams who, if they were in that position, would take May ahead of Williams. And 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 I I've talked to other people you know who like Daniels. Uh, I'm not the only one who likes McCarthy. Um, you know we're, we're at the beginning of this process. It's going to be fun to go back and forth. And and I will tell you, especially if you love the game. Well, most people don't love the game the way I do. But um, you know. Watch tape. It's easy to find. You you know, watch these guys and see the kind of players they are. And, and actually, the, the closest, I don't have anything negative about Williams, but the closest to negative mm-hmm. is that I've now watched six full games. Yeah. I didn't try and pick his best or his worst, but in those six games, 
didn't see anything that screamed special to me. There's no question that it's there, or he wouldn't be evaluated, you know, valued the way he is right now. But that's what's going to be so interesting about the next two months as we work towards the draft. And I would not be at all shocked if by the time we get to the draft, if May went ahead of Williams. I'm not predicting it, but I, I think it is a possibility. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if that happened. 312 644 We've got a couple lines open right now. So if you want to talk to Mark Grody, that's me and Hub Arkish. We're hanging out with you until... Nine o'clock tonight. By all means, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Even if you want to throw a dash of Cubs talk in there, we were doing a little bit of that earlier on. We started. We talked about Jalen Johnson, and you know that they got to either get a deal done or the franchise tag, which you think is more likely. W- what direction do you think they're going to go for to fill Eddie Jackson's spot? I mean, they they can't really go deep into resources for the second safety at this point because now that's Brisker. Brisker is the guy they're eventually going to pay. Yeah, I I don't think it's more likely that they go with the franchise deck. I don't really know. I don't know where they're at. I'm just saying it's good that they have the franchise deck. I got you. Okay, sorry. That they can protect themselves that way. I'm not really sure what they're thinking or where they're at in this negotiation. We know it's been going on since the start of last season. Yeah. You know, so who knows. But, um, you know, just because they went from 3-14 and to to 10-7 and – doesn't mean that they don't have needs everywhere. They they can't they they've now gotten good enough in some spots. I don't think they're going to get better by by drafting or trading, but the team could get better by adding to it. So there's nothing they can't do, you know, with these draft picks or in free agency. But I do think that they they have to settle the quarterback situation because of the impact it has on the entire roster and the entire team. Everybody needs to know what the team's plan is now. That's why they have to do it and hopefully get it right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Now, whether they get it right or not, we'll see. Um, but once you get past the whole quarterback issue, um, you know, to me, I, I guess my next, I was making a list earlier, actually, of what yeah. I think their biggest, biggest needs are. I think their, their greatest need is an edge rusher to pair with Montez Sweat. Yeah, I, I love that oh, trade. Totally. But if you get another number one or if you get a, a true number two and put the two of them together, Sweat gets that much better. Big time. The entire Big defensive time. front gets that much yes. better. So, I, and it is not, there are, I've got five edge rushers right now who could go in the first round, mm-hmm. but none of them going higher than 13 or 14. Okay. So it, that's not the best position in this draft. I have six quarterbacks who will go in the first round. I have seven wide receivers who will go in the first round. And this may be the best offensive tackle draft we've seen in, in, in a number of years. I, yes, my and, notes match with that. Yes. Everybody keeps looking at the Bears' left tackle spot, and I don't understand why. Because the kid has never been anything but good. Not great, but but he's been good. He was all rookie last year. Yeah. He got hurt this year, lost some time. I just, uh, of their top three or four needs. I don't see that as one of them, but the position is so loaded. This is why I keep coming back to trade the number one pick. You've already got two first round picks. If you trade the number one pick, you could have three first round picks this year and two next year, you know, and and you can fix so many things. And if it turns out that Williams isn't the best of these six quarterbacks, you could still get the best quarterback too. But the one, the only thing that I don't have, you know, that I am fully sold on, nothing's going to – I'm going to be disappointed if they don't trade that number one pick because wow, I think that's I'm the not, best am, move to, to, to advance the franchise. I disagree. I'm not there, but I see Caleb Williams a little bit differently. Than, like, I still put him 
top of the draft, number one pick, undisputed with a bullet. Absolutely. I love what you were talking about with the, the defense. We were talking to Mike Renner earlier, who's a draft analyst on the, the Locked On Network, and you know, he thinks that the Bears, they will have a crack at the top defensive player at number nine. That that because of the the fury of quarterbacks and wide receivers, and he mentioned you know a couple of guys in Dallas Turner and Byron Murphy. Dallas Turner, I know you said that you got the the highest ranked prospect you have is at thirteen, so I totally get you. But um, Dallas Turner is that he may be re- like he would have been high up in last year's draft where it was a really good offensive line or excuse me defensive end draft. He, he is my highest-ranked okay. edge rusher. Oh, Dallas Turner is? Yeah, okay. he's my number one-ranked edge rusher, but I've got him ranked 13th on my on my draft okay. list. Okay, so, all right, all right. Um, That's fair. And I do, I've do. i got five edge rushers in the first round, but they're all starting to go at 13, 14, okay. 15, you know, and, yeah. and then a little bit later. And and they all come with with some questions. Now, most draft picks come with some questions, yeah, yeah. you know, but, but that particular position, there's a lot of people unwilling – to commit to any one guy, but yes, Dallas Turner, uh, Jared Verse, uh, uh, yeah, Verse. Latu, yeah. whose name I probably just mispronounced. I mean, there are some very highly ranked edge rushers, and and if the Bears t- if the Bears took Turner at number nine, I'd have no problem. Yeah, with I don't I think mean, I've I got would him either. at thirteen, so having him at nine wouldn't bother me. No, absolutely. Um, if they think he's going to be, you know, the next great edge rusher. Yeah, um, yeah. Th- they really, they can't really go wrong. Right I mean, they're they're in a really good spot. Yeah, you know, not having that second round pick that they that they the, the, you know that they lost and then gave up again. You know that is frustrating. But with you know the first and the ninth pick or multiple first round picks, mm-hmm. they're not going to go wrong. Yeah, I mean, but there are things that they they need to get done, and that that defensive end spot is important. Yannick Ngakwe sort of just fizzled out last year with the Bears. Dominic Robinson, unfortunately, is not it. Demarcus Walker, I still have hope for. I thought it was a relatively disappointing season for him. And Rasheem Green, very good special teams guy. I like the way that guy plays, but he's not it either. I mean, he's not going to be in the rotation going after the quarterback at, at all. I would not like to see a whole lot of that going into next year. I think that's what we were, what I, I mentioned, what we were talking about just five minutes, ten minutes ago, is there are some positions that they are in good shape at. There's even a few positions they now have star talent at. A linebacker. But there isn't yeah. a position on the roster where they can't add better players and, and get and become a better team. Right. You know, the other thing you, you have no idea how it's going to work out is injuries and you know you're going to have some, you know, and if if one of your top players goes down. So, you know, that's why I keep coming back to the same thing. Get as many high draft picks as you can and take as many potentially special players. Cause you know, you can get extra third and fourth and fifth round picks, but let's be honest, you got to be lucky if you're going to get somebody there who's going to become a, yeah. a, a difference maker. You know, you, you got to find your difference makers in that, in those first two rounds, right. in those first four. You'd have, picks. you'd have three first, probably if you did do that, if you did trade the number one pick, you'd, you'd have three first round picks. To, to play with in that first round. I would think so. Altogether, including the pick that you already have. Yeah, I, I, I think if they traded that first-round pick to anybody besides Washington, because they'd only be moving up one spot, and they seem to be the one who wants Caleb Williams yeah. the most. Yeah. But with anybody else, I think they would get that team's number one this year, uh-huh. their number one next year, uh-huh. and a second and maybe a player or a third. Yeah. You know, that is a t- play. I think the player, too, is a key just, just uh, how successfully – 
that worked out for Ryan Poles last year with the with DJ Moore coming. Like like that is the that was the best part of what they did last year up until right now. And you know what? That may be the best way to get their other edge rusher. It could be. I mean, I have a certain amount of trust in Ryan Poles when it comes to those trades and adding veteran value. Word on the street hub is that uh, we have found. Herschel, who tried to call earlier, he's been revived. <laughs> Herschel in Lincoln Park. What's up, man? What up, guys? How you doing? Doing well, man. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, I'm all right. Okay. I, I'm just a technical difficulty. Okay. All I gotta say. Fair enough. Fair but anyway, enough. it's just such a pleasure. Obviously, you know, Gordy, how I feel about you, but it's such a pleasure to talk to Hub because I've been liking Hub since I was way young. And my dad and I are, are crazy about Hub because we're both Michigan fans. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I went to Illinois, but I'm a Michigan weirdo. But I love Dick Bucky. He's my favorite player of all time. And I'm just wanting to say that Hub gets it right. The media in Chicago has been very emotional, and I'm, like, so upset. Because put yourself in any GM shoes. you got multiple hosts. Why, every year there's a generational talent, quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Get it. But why, why wouldn't you trade that for a haul and fill up all your hosts? I want to win now, next year. I don't want to wait. Three years, because you put Caleb in there, he's going to be the same thing like with Justin Fields. It's a crabby situation, you know what I mean? So my thing is, we can go get J.J. McCarthy late first round, uh, early second, with all our picks, and just let's just do it that way and keep Fields because we know what he, we know what he can do. It doesn't matter how high or how low his ceiling is. We know what he can do, whether it's a bridge year for himself or for, for J.J. McCarthy or whoever. Let's just. Go get some more picks. I don't want Caleb Williams. I don't oh, care man. about these things. You I, know? I, it was like I got nervous about Herschel. That's fine that you're not on the, the Caleb Williams train or bandwagon. I totally understand that. But you can't, as a Bears fan, you can't just be like, oh, we could just get a quarterback later. The Bears have not had a franchise quarterback in our lifetimes. So at some point in time, you ha- or you have to continue to take those big shots at it and not act so frivolously with the with that position. Hub, I guess I'd say the same thing to you. Well, and Herschel, uh, first of all, thank you for your kind yeah, words. Man. And, and, and secondly, you know, the Bears need a franchise quarterback. Yes. They also need more talent. They aren't going to win a Super Bowl without more talent. They can win a Super Bowl without a franchise quarterback. You know, it's better to have one. There's no question about it. It's really hard to do that. Like, it seems like that's the maximum effort way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you got got to get – and I know we just saw a team accomplish that in the 49ers and getting to – but it just seemed like – and they didn't win it. They did not win it. The team with the quarterback ended up winning it. So I just think, like, that's a difficult maximum effort way to do things. But the flip side of that, Mark, is that Brock Purdy is not the reason the 49ers didn't win it. Brock Purdy played Patrick Mahomes to a standstill until that final possession, and then Mahomes made the play that Mahomes makes. But look at what Purdy did to get there, those last two playoff games, winning them in the fourth quarter. All of a sudden, Purdy, who's not a runner, becomes a runner, and he was the last— was he the last player taken in the draft? He wasn't. But yeah, he was, no, he was. He, he was, was. Mr. He was irrelevant. The last yeah. player taken yeah. in the draft. So there's yeah. all kinds of ways to do it. What's more important is how you evaluate these football players and how you find the ones who are going to make a difference. I, I think the best thing that Ryan Poles has done so far was the Montez Sweat trade because awesome. you know he knew what he needed and he found the right guy and got the contract done, which is a very nice contract for Sweat, but it wasn't unreasonable. It wasn't ridiculous. And and you know I was already feeling good about Poles, but it was that trade at the time that he made it 
that that I pretty much decided, yeah, we got the right guy here now. You know, yeah. he's the yeah. guy who can get this done. And, and, and what we as media and 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 as fans or just people who don't care have to do is is trust him and give him the chance to to do his job to finish the process. Now, a rebuild takes three years. The first year is a waste. First, you're shutting it down. You're getting rid of everybody you don't want. You've, you should have known they were going to go 3-14. and 14. The second year is about adding more talent and some of the young talent you started to add developing. That started to happen really well in the second half of the season, which is about the time it should have been expected. This is the year where they have to continue to add more talent, but also for the talent they've had in the last two years to now become difference-making players. Some of them have already started. Now we got to see how much more improvement they get from, from last year's rookies and second-year players. That's Hub Arkish. I am Mark Grody. When we return, I see you guys. We are going to zip through these phone calls. If you are on hold, tell you what, I'm going to make a guarantee we are going to get to you. 312-644-6767. Your calls are coming up next. We're talking Bears. Grody and Arkish on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's hard to tell right now. Um, you've all been a part of the draft coverage. Things change quick. Um, some of the mocks that you see now are probably not right, right? So that changes the whole dynamic. So um, it's tough to answer that question. But I, I think the first pick's always going to be in demand. How much? I don't know. Let's see if they get as much or more than last year. That's what Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, was talking about. It's Mark Grody and Hub Arkish with you until now. I'm going to get right back on your calls here in a sec. 312-644-6767. Perfect that within a five-text span right now, Hub, I see both sides of what you and I are thinking about. And 708, Grody is right. Stay at number one and draft your franchise quarterback. Bang, 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 exclamation points right there. And then 309, you see like three texts down. I agree with Hub. Too many needs. Uh, safety, D-tackle, probably two wideout center. Can solve them all by trading down one spot to get Washington's second rounder on and on and on. And I, I don't know where the balance is exactly in the conversation, but I think it's pretty perfect that there there are two sides right now that are very Active, I suppose I would say, Hub. Yeah, and I hope both sides know that you're both right. I mean, you're you're entitled to those opinions. <laughs> I mean, you know, I everybody love, is right. Kids. I love what Ryan, I love what polls just said, though. Most of the mock drafts right now probably aren't right. <laughs> yes. uh, and he said it in such a way that it, it wasn't negative. Nobody's going to go after him for it. But he's absolutely correct. I mean, th- these are based on bad intelligence so far because we haven't really started 
the the critical parts of the process of evaluating these players. Yeah, and that's why I mean I think uh, my, some people. I mean, some GMs have evaluated Caleb Williams and they want him, so they'd be willing to cough up a couple of first round picks and a player of consequence, don't you think? I mean, there's already guys like like I keep. I, I agree that the combine is huge, not only for the physical stuff, but for the, the interviews and all of that, the media, the well, that's what we do. I love it, but that's not that important in the grand scheme of, of things. But I think there's probably some GMs that have figured out they like Caleb Williams and they want him. I can, I can guarantee that there are at least six or seven, maybe as much as nine or ten GMs who are locked in in Caleb Williams. Yeah. And they yeah. think he's going to be a franchise quarterback. Yeah. But I can also guarantee that the other 22 have not made up their minds yet because there's so much more work to do on these guys. Yeah. And, and, and the six or seven who are locked in on Caleb Williams right now, they know better than anybody else. They could end up being wrong because that's the way this thing goes. All right, I got to get on these calls or else I will not be able to fulfill the guarantee that I made that we would get to all of your calls. And let's start with Moose in Wisconsin. Did I get all that stuff right there, Moose? Moe's in Wisconsin, Janesville, Wisconsin. Ah, what's up, Moe's? How you doing, man? I'm all right. You guys are two of my favorites. I just gotta say this: first time caller. Thank you. Man. I'm gonna say Thanks, real Mose. quick. It's it's a it's a bunch to get through. I'm gonna say real quick. If I had to trade, which we would most likely got to, I would trade back to Washington, get all the picks I can, and this this is gonna be an unpopular pick. Trade Justin Fields to New England if they take him. Not saying they will, but if they take them, get your picks and get Daniels and uh, the receiver from uh, Ohio State. Marvin Harrison Marvin Jr. Harrison, Jr. And, Marvin Harrison Jr. And keep building from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang up and get what you think. All right. Thanks for the call. We appreciate you making us your first call to the score. And uh, do not be a stranger, as we like to say in this business. So Fields to New England. Did you like the, the sound of that, Hub? Well, I mean, I know everybody is on their apps and their websites now, and there's all kinds of this stuff out there. And there's been a lot of talk in the last 24 hours about New England trading for Justin Fields. Um, But these are trades that are being laid out by other media people and and people just making predictions, and they are not being realistic in what the Bears would get for Justin Fields (laughs) because most of what I've seen – Say that the Bears would get a third round pick and a fourth round pick. Oh uh, yeah, and, I mean, I yeah, I could I could not make a no that, way first round. I was having trouble making a case like uh, for sure. I think he maybe could get a second round, but even that that's pushing yeah, it a little bit. They might get a one in you know twenty five to thirty two, but most likely I think you get a second round pick and another pick for him. Um, and, and you know, depending on the pick and and who it is, I'm okay with that. But but what was more interesting to me about that call is the one thing. There's very few things I know for absolute certainty. But if I do trade the first round pick to Washington at number yeah. two, there's no question that that Williams, uh, uh, not Williams, Harrison Jr. is my pick. Okay, I, mean, I think yeah. Harrison so Jr. Said, is yeah. the best player in this draft. Yeah, and, and he and, said he said quarterback. Did he say? I think he said Jaden Daniels. He said he? Daniels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think people. He. I know he won the Heisman, but I think people because he won the Heisman, all of a sudden yeah. everybody's no, jumping I, on the Daniels. I, I, I get it. Hey. I, I've watched a few of his games. Yeah. He's, he's he's a very good talent. Yeah, but I haven't seen him reading the field yet enough. Okay. To, to tell me that that he you know should be drafted okay. that high. I, I, hey, I respect the call, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's that's inter- that is definitely having a plan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it, but 
Certainly got a plan. Yeah, I still, I, I, I can't. That does not bring me off of Caleb Williams, but that's interesting nonetheless. Let's go to Tom in Downers Grove. What's up, Tom? You're on the score. Well, hey, guys. Uh, first off, I just want to say uh, I, I have I fall, fallen hub side on the uh, debate about what to do with the number, number one pick, but that's not why I called in. I called in because I, I got a comment, and then I'd like to hear, hear both you guys' feedback on this. I am convinced that Jerry Angelo cost Devin Hester a uh, first um, first round pick or first year pick for the Hall of Fame. And the first ballot, first I, ballot pick. Is that what you're saying? Just yeah, so we're straight. Okay, right, got right. you. Yeah, first ballot. Yeah, and, and I, I, guys, I really believe this because I think um, Angelo robbed Devin Hester of several years of prime return years for touchdowns. And I really believe he would have had probably close to 10 more return return kicks for touchdowns. If he hadn't been, you know, uh, experimenting with the return, you know, with the, with, with the receiving or the, um, you know, the whatever, just to, just to get his, um, his hands on the ball. And I think that, that he diluted some of his focused energy from returns. And I really believe he would have had quite a few more which which would have blown the record way out of the water, which made it, which would have given him undeniably a first um, first ballot pick. All right, Tom. Well, thank, thanks, pick. man. I appreciate the call. I'll say a couple things. Yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous that he, uh, pardon the pun, was not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I do not blame Jerry Angelo for for him not making it because Jerry Angelo drafted this man in the second round and a guy who was a tweener and they didn't know. And they, of course, you take a guy with those gifts and you try to make him into a wide receiver. The reason that Devin Hester wasn't a wide receiver ultimately or good at that position is because of him. It had nothing to do with Angelo or the coaching or anything like that. That was just not his forte. Um, Hub, I don't know, what, 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 what say you? The majority of players in the Hall of Fame, a strong majority of players, were not first ballot guys. They're all Hall of Famers. It yeah. doesn't. What difference does it make? I what think ballot? it does. I think it is frustrating though. Well, like, yeah. like for real. Like why? Why some Devin Hester, who has done unprecedented things on special teams, the third a phase of football, like why that guy didn't get in on the first ballot. I got what you're saying, that 10 years from now, it's just going to be Devin Hester Hall of Famer, and we're not going to be talking about the first ballot. But while we're here, it is kind of dumb that he wasn't chosen immediately to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, and Mark, I agree with you. I think you're absolutely right. But I I would add to it that the reason he didn't go in on the first ballot is because he was a special teamer. But, and but there was, then, and then, he is now the only, well, other than two kickers, then, he's the only special teamer. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it, it that's is wrong because, the, I mean, if we are to say, like, uh, it's drilled into you, there's three equal and separate parts of the NFL. Offense, defense, and special teams. Every coach will say that. If it's a serious part of the NFL, as long as it is, don't you have to honor it as that? And nobody does. They do. I... I kind of agree with special teams is the third part i i get it and they have dumbed down special teams in a lot of ways with some of the rules that exist right now but to me that just that doesn't really make sense to me i i understand it but i would ask you a question if you were an nfl gm would you use your first round pick or even your second round pick on a guy who did nothing but return kickoffs and punts i mean if he could if i knew that he could if he was going to be a superstar at the position, if he was projected and poised to do special things, I mean, but that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. So, so it's possible that no on mm-hmm. that on that answer. 
But, Hub, it's special teams. If if it is a part of the NFL, you know what I mean? Like, if it's a, a separate and equal part, then it's – you have to – I mean, you just have to find a way. If, like that. Listen, but if, I got you. If, I got if, you. if Hester didn't get into the Hall of Fame, I would be irate. You know that would be inexcusable because special teams are important, and he is the best to ever play that position. Yeah. On the other hand, I think it is far more inexcusable that it took Steve McMichael, you know, twenty five years or whatever it took, yeah. uh, than the fact that that Hester had to wait till the third ballot as opposed to the first. Right, and the and the fact that the that was you know one of the greatest defenses of all time, and they've already picked a few players off of it should not should not have slowed the process for Steve McMichael but I guess here we are hub and now that we've talked it through and I appreciate you got me through that very nicely <laughs> now we could just say yes Devin Hester Hall of Famer Steve McMichael Hall of Famer first ballot be damned yeah you know and and, and last but very quick um, there is no question about Devin Hester and Steve McMichael, that they're there as football players, not for other reasons, that they couldn't be more deserving, and just thank God they finally got it right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Tune in to Molly and Haw Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday next week for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Blackhawks versus Red Wings next Sunday at United Center, courtesy of Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Let's go to Nathan in... Jackson, Michigan. What's going on, Nathan? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, Thanks Nate. for calling, Nate. We call you Nate. Yeah. Um, hey. Yeah, Nate. Absolutely, hundred okay, cool. percent. We so, just did uh, it, and we well, didn't even ask. Well, so sorry about that. Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, born in Kankakee and oh, nice. a longtime score listener, and okay. uh, raised here in Michigan. But okay. um, hey, I, I've been hearing the conversation right for for. And I'm a fan of picking Caleb Williams. I think that's a, you know, you can't go wrong there. But I'm just looking at the totality of what you could get if you trade away the picks. And I'm thinking of what Poles observed and what he did with, or was a part of at Kansas City. Uh-huh. And they built, built a team around Alex Smith. So kind of on the, on the lines in that thought process, what if you traded away Justin Fields and you traded away the first pick? So stockpile picks this year, next year, picked up maybe Marvin Harrison Jr., got your center, you know, get, uh, you know, you know, stockpile picks for the future. And in free agency, you go for either Kirk Cousins or you pair Shane Waldron back with Geno Smith. And then you build a team around them. And then you kind of kick the can forward and do what Kansas City did when they saw their guy, they used their stockpile of picks, traded up. Knowing a team on the on you know both sides were were good to go defense and offense. Interesting. I mean, you thought it through well. I give you a lot of credit for that. In that process, by the way, because I do, I have a question for you and your formula. Who would be the Bears' quarterback next year? So it would be Geno Smith or Kirk Cousins. Oh, so oh, you're you're on Geno Smith right away. I got you. Okay, okay. So ne- yeah, never I, mind. I would pick one of those two, and <laughs> yeah. It's it's not a bad thought. I, the the one issue though is that we've been complimenting what a good job Bowles has done with with their uh, cap room, but if if you're talking Kirk Cousins, yeah. it would take all your cap room. You know that's that's going to be the, all you're yeah. going to get in free agency. Now you have suggested that you're getting more draft picks by trading. So I'm not saying that that's a bad yeah. idea, but just realize that 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 kind of takes away a lot of the assets that you have. 
Well thought out, though, Nathan. Thanks for the call, man. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I, my bad. I did not hear him the talking about the the Kirk Cousins possibility, but that's interesting. I don't, man. It would be it. I think it would be an upset in the whole grand scheme of things that the Bears went for veteran quarterback for the next three, four years. I think that would be a shocker. I am quite sure that Ryan Poles is not thinking about signing a $240 million uh, 28- or 30-year-old quarterback. What about Geno Smith? Um, a little younger, a little cheaper. No, and I don't think he's thinking about that either. No, because no. he hasn't become the franchise guy yet, so why yeah. is he going to become the no, franchise I, guy? I, I, look, I, I completely disagree with what Nate said, but I appreciated that the the formula they went through. I love that's that's the essence, man. I love that kind of stuff with people really thinking it through right until the end. He he did give something that I'd never even thought of, but the way for them to get the most by trading could be to package the number one pick and Fields. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That, right. That that certainly would get you more for Fields than what you'd get if you just try and trade him separately. It's true. We must take a break and then we will get back to your calls here. It's Mark Grody and Hub Arkish talking Bears on Chicago Sports Radio six seventy the score. Our standard is always going to be to win the division, and we're starting to chip out at, at that. Um, that's what made you know that last game disappointing too, because I thought there's an opportunity to kind of split that in half and, and take three there. Um, that's always going to be our expectations, but this team is is ready to take the next step. We always have high expectations of, of what we should be. Bears GM Ryan Poles. We only have a few minutes left here. Mark Rody and Hub Arkish taking your Bears calls. I want everybody in here, so let's go to Mike to get us started. What's going on, Mike? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, hey, I just wanted to say um, the Bears situation, you know, you get the first-round pick last year, trade away, but they need to do that. They need to fill a lot of spots up. But you strike light or you strike gold again, get the first overall pick, I think you take it, draft your generational quarterback, your franchise guy, I mean, we saw a Kansas City team with um, less ta- a less talented offense than they've ever seen on the field with Patrick Mahomes' tenure. Yeah, just completely dominate. Well, not dominate, but you know, yeah, found a way. A, a, yeah, well-built, organized defense. I think that if the Bears want to win a Super Bowl in our lifetimes, they need to find that guy, and they finally have a chance to do that and take a swing, and not the safest choice like they've been doing with Trubisky and you know I think they need to get that guy and I think this is their chance too all right I got you down for Caleb man thanks for hanging in there appreciate the call and um yeah I mean there's team Caleb for sure hub on that one yeah, I would add there was nothing safe about the choice of Mitch Trubisky, but you know, yeah, that was not- unfortunately, it didn't work out. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's very yeah, trading up. I'll tell you to what, get guys, Mitch Trubisky was not a safe move. You're right. If I was drafting instead of Ryan and I had the number one pick and I didn't trade it, I would probably take Marvin Harrison Jr. I do believe he is the best player in this draft, and that's why as I look at these trade possibilities, if they do make a deal with Washington or maybe with New, well, probably with New England. Then I can get Harrison plus a bunch more and still get you know a quarterback in the first round, and that's why I'm where I am. Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate you, man. Let's go to Rob in uh, Beloit, I believe. Hello, Rob. You're on the score. Uh-oh. Rob? Hello. Oh, there you are. Hello? Good recovery, Rob. Me? I got you. You hear us? Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to you guys all year long and on the whole quarterback deal here, and uh, 
I don't always agree with with Hub, but I think he's like right on the money all year long about this. I absolutely think that they should trade that first pick, get as much as they they can for it, and then draft a quarterback after that to be the guy for the future. But the closer we get to the draft, I'm not so sure that that would even be a possibility because I think that guy might be right up there at the top on everybody's board. And you can think I'm crazy for saying this, but that's J.J. McCarthy. Mm. Um, yeah, and all this, all this stuff that everybody's pushing on this channel is a fake narrative about Michigan not trusting them to throw and all this and that. When it, they call him the Ice Man, they call him the Ice Man in Michigan because when it comes to third and long conversions and going forward on fourth down, they lean on him in a higher percentage than all these other okay. so-called highly touted prospects, and he's successful completing and converting them at a higher percentage than all these other highly touted quarterback prospects, and it's not even close. So you're saying he's clutch. Hey, what about that, Hub? What about the – because that is why he gets knocked down a little bit, McCarthy, because of the lack of passing game and the conservative offense that Jim Harbaugh has put him in. It's his stats. He, he doesn't have the quarterback numbers, the passer right, rating that, right. the, that the others have, because Michigan didn't do it. But so when they needed he, to win a game against one of the other best teams in the country, they went to McCarthy throwing the football. It is, again, I, I've said it a million times, it is more about – the mental acuity to play the position than it is about the athleticism. Every one of these guys is a good athlete. Some are better than others. McCarthy is one of the better athletes of these five or six guys, but it's he's downrated because of what Michigan did on offense. And by the way, that was well enough to win a national championship. Yeah, that's true. I don't know about you Michigan guys. I just, <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> All right. We, uh, unfortunately we have to get, I, I apologize for not getting to everybody. Actually, wait, if I just say hey to Lee really quick. Hey, Lee. <laughs> Lee. Hello, Lee? Lee from Roscoe Village? We lost Lee. I think he got mad when you called him Haley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said hey, Lee. I know. <laughs> hey, Lee. The family guy. Oh, man. Hub, like you said, this, this went really fast it really did i think it was because of the great calls we got uh great it was too. great audience tonight you guys make yeah. it so much easier to do and on any chance i get to work with mark i'll do it love it that's hub arkish i'm mark grody thanks to everybody for listening thanks thank you for the calls yeah we did have a lot of great calls and the text messages sorry we didn't get to as many of those but this was a bouncing friday night show and i like it like that also thank you to our producer he's a one-man show over there on the other side of the glass it's tyler farringal you know, you're actually baby LP because we both went to Lake Park. You ah. are considerably younger than I, so you're baby LP. That's it. That's him, Tyler Farringall, and I both. We found we just discovered this on the air last week, Hub, that we went to the same high school. That's, that's interesting. Different eras, that's for sure. But we both went to Lake Park. What were the chances? He's a Roselle guy. I was an Itasca guy. I'm not buying that you're younger than Tyler, but I'll take the rest of it. <laughs> No, I didn't say that. I, I know said, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, that would not add up. It just wouldn't. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.